0: Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I did a video last week called Here's Why You Must Be Insane to Buy an RV These Days. And I was talking about buying a brand new RV at a dealership. And I read a federal court opinion where a, an appeals court said, well, the RV buyer signed all these disclaimers and waivers. They cannot sue the dealer for any defects in that RV. And so... A, Buyer of an RV in another state that's defective, one, can't sue the seller, and two, must go to Indiana to sue the manufacturer in the manufacturer's home court, okay? So I pointed that out. And interestingly, I had several people comment and go, "Um, obviously, the RV's got to work right, or if it didn't, you can take it back to the dealer. No, you can't. It's one of the things you waived, and it's one of the things the judge explicitly said in that opinion, explicitly. You waived your right to return the RV to that dealer, You waived it, okay? So I had some people contact me and go, "Uh, Steve, you can't call an entire group of people insane that contains that many people because a lot of people will buy an RV brand new this year from a dealer without explaining to us what we should do. So this video is going to be entitled Something to the Effect of Here is the Genius Way to Buy an RV Today. Here is the genius way. So you got the insane over here. You've got the genius over here. I don't want to deal with the people in the middle, okay? I want to deal with the geniuses and the insane. A <laughs> couple of things you should know, and you can look this up, and I, I encourage you to look this up. Most people are simply going to respond knee-jerk and just start making comments without looking the stuff up. The average, average RV buyer in America, a person who buys an RV, will use it for three to four weeks per year, and that's it. The average, I've seen 21 days. I've seen some that say 21 to 28 days. That's three to four weeks. So you're going to buy this monstrosity, I mean this RV, and drive it for three to four weeks that year. It'll be parked, presumably, not being used, the other weeks. Now, I could subtract three from 52, but that's higher math. But it'll spend the bulk of its time parked. Now, I'm only pointing that out because it leads to something else. I looked up market studies, and I couldn't find any that were done, like, say, last year or since COVID. But pre-COVID, I saw studies and statistics that indicated that a majority of RVs that were purchased were used. Now, you might say, well, Steve, I have a feeling if you did that with cars, I mean, they sell a lot of new cars. They also sell a lot of used cars. Oh, oh, but I'm simply pointing out there's a large market of used RVs out there. And so what I would suggest to you, the most obvious solution to get around buying an RV where you've got virtually no rights to enforce anything but the manufacturer's warranty is to buy a used one. So somebody else is taking that huge depreciation hit and presumably has worked all the bugs out of it. So if you bought a brand new RV and it leaked, you take it back to factory. Now, they've got it for six weeks to fix the leak. And then you sell it used. You suffered for that leak, but your buyer didn't. So you want to be the person who gets the RV from somebody else who's worked the bugs out of it. And you get a discount. And because it's probably only driven three weeks the previous year, it doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on it either. I mean, once I'm saying this, it's got to sound pretty obvious, right? So I've known people who bought an RV, had something go wrong with on the drive home from the dealer. They go right back to the dealer, and the dealer goes, okay, leave it here. We can't get to it for six weeks. But in six weeks, we'll fix it for you. And the buyer said, um, I just bought it. They go, yeah, but we're backed up. See, sales, we can move the vehicles. Service, not so fast six weeks. I know people who've bought RVs and had possession of them cumulatively less than 30 days in the first year. In other words, they were at the dealership or a manufacturer getting repairs because a lot of times dealers will actually say, we can't fix this. It's got to go back to the manufacturer. I can't tell you how many clients I had back in the old days who had to take their vehicles to Indiana. And they were told, well, here's the good news. While we're waiting to get parts or whatever, you can stay in your RV. So you don't need to get a hotel room or anything like that. We have a place where you can hook up and you can park your RV and, and stay in your RV. You can basically camp near our factory. And I, I, again, dozens of clients who told me that. Now, I will tell you that several people say, Steve, you mentioned in the video that you don't do RV cases anymore. And I don't. I don't. A bunch of reasons why not, but I just, I just didn't like them. And I had several people go, well, you're just mad now because you said you don't do RV cases anymore, and that you're just mad at RVs now. Uh, no, no, because if I wanted to, I could take cases and sue the manufacturers all day long. But I'd just, I just rather not. i do car cases. But I'd also like to point out that whenever I do a video about RVs, I will then get phone calls from people who say, Steve, I saw your video about the RVs. I want you to represent me. And I get these calls from all over the country. Number one, I could never represent people in other states and licensed in Michigan but number two, I have to sift through all of these looking to see if there's any actual cases in there. It's not worth my time. So I, I don't want to go there. However, however, the point is that if you want to buy an RV, you can buy a brand new one. Wherever it has problems, you can't sue the seller. And if it's got problems, you can take the manufacturer for repairs or at least one of their licensed facilities. Or you can buy a used one from somebody. Now you might say, but Steve, the used one could have defects. Oh, hire an inspector. Now, I tell people to have cars inspected. Nobody ever does. They go, well, I'm going to hire a mechanic to look at my car. Yes, you could. No one ever does, but you could. <laughs> there are RV inspectors out there. Guys and gals who inspect RVs for a living. Yes, they'll charge you some money for this. But before you drop $100,000 on a used thing, shouldn't you have it inspected by somebody who knows what they're doing? And so I know people who bought RVs, both new and used, that were leaking, and they decided to go up and see what the leak is all about, and they lean a, a ladder against the RV, and they climb up there and they see something. Did you look up there before you bought it? No. Why not? I don't know. I, what, huh? You know? And so, I mean, if you bought a car, presumably you'd look at the roof, right? I <laughs> guess if you're tall enough. <laughs> but people buy these things without looking. I've also had people tell me they bought an RV brand new, got it home, climbed underneath it and found stuff. And I go, why didn't you climb underneath it at the dealership? They go, it's brand new. Why should I? (laughs) The number of times I've been crawling around underneath a car like a reptile uh, at a dealership lot is too many for me to tell you. I will routinely drop to the ground and climb underneath the car to take a look at it. Why not? And, 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 You go, Steve, you ever found anything? Yes. Yes, I have. (laughs) The other thing I'm going to tell you is this, and this is the genius move. Keeping in mind that the average person only uses their RV three weeks out of the year, maybe four, you can rent an RV. So if you really want to try that, that sweet, sweet RV life on the road, rent an RV, Dealerships rent them. Contact a dealership, go, hey, do you carry the such and such brand, the such and such model? Can I rent one? And you'll find one. By the way, Google it, you'll find a place. And then rent the RV that's similar to the one you're thinking about buying. And a very good friend of mine rented this huge RV. And when he pulled up and showed it to me, I thought he bought it. And I was gonna punch him. <laughs> You know I'm an attorney. You know what I, what I preach about. And he goes, no, I rented it. I go, you're kidding me. For how long? He goes, two weeks. I go, okay, where are you going with it? He told me, because I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. He has wife and kids with him. And they went and did all these things. Then he brought the RV back, handed him the keys, and walked away from it. And I was talking to him later. I go, how'd you enjoy the RV? And he goes, it's the weirdest thing. He goes, I loved some aspects of it, but I also realized some things about it I never would have realized otherwise. I don't want to buy one. Hasn't bought one since. He did rent one one more time, but that's it. And what's amazing to me is that is so scary obvious that if the average person uses their RV three weeks out of the year, for the first year, Rent one for three weeks, do what you're going to do with it, and see if you enjoy it. And if at the end of the three weeks, you go, Steve, I loved it. I'm going to go buy an RV. Great. Great. That's, that's the whole point. Because here's the thing. RVing the lifestyle. And by the way, I'm not just referring to the self-propelled things. I'm talking about the trailers you pull, pop-ups, anything, fifth wheels. These are all, in my mind, RVs because they all fall in the same category with respect to how they're covered by the law. Okay? Okay. The law doesn't say, oh, we're only talking about diesel pushers. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't say that. And so the point is that the average person will only use it for three weeks. You can rent it for three weeks. The other thing I'm going to tell you, and this is, again, more wisdom. I've gone camping several times in my adult life. And I've gone camping in a campground, state campground, and I've camped in a tent When I was growing up, we camped in a tent. As an adult, I camp in a tent. To me, it's not a a camping experience. if there's a big screen TV on the outside of the structure that I'm sleeping in. But the reason I'm telling you this is this. You go to a campground that's full on a holiday weekend, 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, you name it. You can walk around the campground and see everything. Somebody who's sleeping in a tent the size of my desk and somebody who's got this gigantic vehicle that's got satellite dishes on the roof and big screen TVs on the outside. Everything. Everything. You can find million-dollar vehicles in campgrounds next door to a tent. Okay? One of the things I'll tell you about people who RV is that most of them are outgoing and friendly people. Not all of them, but most of them. To the point where if you're walking down the road, the, the driveway between all the you know, tents and campgrounds and all that the spaces, as you're walking down there, you'll see people standing around, starting a fire, drinking whatever, depends what time of day it is and so on if you say good morning to them, they'll say good morning back, and if you say hey, I'm just curious, is this your unit, is this your rig yes it is, most of them will talk your ear off whether they like it or hate it, they will because they remember when they were shopping And so, what I would urge you to do this is the genius way to buy an RV, okay? Consider buying used. But before you consider buying used, go to a campground, walk around, and talk to people with campers. And make a note of any particular brands that you like, that you don't like. Listen to what people are saying, what kind of customer service they've had, have they had warranty issues? What about dealers, okay? And then if you come to the conclusion, you know, I saw two or three people who had this brand and they had this model and they liked it. By the way, if you ask them, can I see the inside? A lot of them will say, sure. Sure, open up the door, stick your head in. No, I don't care. A lot of them will do that. And then what you do, go and rent one. Rent one for a couple weeks, see how you like it, and then if you like it, buy one used. It'll save you a ton of money It'll save you a bunch of headaches, and part of the discount you're getting is you might not be getting the manufacturer's warranty anymore, but you don't care. Did you really want to bring the thing back to Indiana and and, and park in their parking lot waiting for them to get to you with repairs? Okay? So, again, I would never tell you that you shouldn't do something without telling you the alternative, okay? So I didn't have time in that video. But I had several people say, Steve, I've heard you talk about this before. You need to do a video and follow up on that. And so that is exactly what you should do. You want to go RVing? Great. Great. Keep in mind that the vast majority of campers sold are used. The average person only uses one three weeks a year. And if you buy one used, you get a gigantic discount and you can rent an RV. So go out, talk to people at campgrounds, get your research done, go and rent one, see if you like it. And if you do like it, buy one used. And that, my friends, is the genius way to buy an RV. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Map out your future, but do it in pencil. The road ahead is as long as you make it. Make it worth the trip.